leadership and leadership development. Today's episode, we want to talk about how leaders develop. In order to discuss that, we're going to also need to talk about where they develop and why this is important. Let's talk about it. Hey, greetings, leaders, and welcome to another episode of Leadership Is Podcast. This is season three, episode 36, How Leaders Develop. As we stated in the entrance, that it is important that we understand how leaders develop, but also it is important for us to understand where they develop and why this is important. So let's dive in. How leaders develop. So first of all, let's deal with where they develop. First is self. Leaders develop themselves. Now, of course, as the um, research shows that 26% of great leadership is innate, 74% is developed. So we want to talk about in the how part of how leaders develop the 74%, right? Uh, you know, the 74% of how leaders develop, but you know, um, you know, of, but where they develop is they develop themselves. Then secondly, they develop um, in their department or like the C-suite, um, their department, you know, that they work for, right? Because as they're developing themselves, they are thinking of, you know, the impact that their self-development is going to have on, you know, their department, you know, what they're over, what their role, duties, and responsibilities are, and how it can encompass the core values, um, KPIs, and mission um, of the of the organization itself. Thirdly, where they develop is um, in their teams. So they're not looking, not only looking at okay, so their self and the um, the impact of their self development within their department, you know what they're over, but now how is it going to play a part in team dynamics, right? How is it going to play a part in team dynamics? Then fourthly, where they uh, organize or develop is within the organization itself. So it's within themselves, their specific departments or role and responsibilities, their team, then how it overall will impact the organization uh, itself with this self-development. And then, of course, how their, their part of developing um, will impact the community in which they're in. And of course, it can go broadly with the community as it relates to, you know, uh, business community. Uh, also, as it relates to, you know, the supply chain and distribution and all of that, all of that is part of the community, right? So where leaders develop, they develop within themselves, within their department or role and responsibility. They develop within their teams, they develop within the organization and they develop within the community 
or that's where the, the impact of self-development will be seen in their department, on their teams, in their organization, and in the community. So whenever you as a leader are deciding to do self-development, right, uh, you have to think of the impact that it's going to have because you also have to think about another part of yourself is your family, right? How is this going to impact your personal family? How is this going to impact your, your family's finances, your personal finances, you know, your legacy, your reputation, right? So all of this, you know, as you are developing as a leader, that's a part of self. And then as you develop all of that and think about the impact of that self-development on your families, your finances, right, uh, your future, your department, your team, your organization, and your community. Now, how leaders develop is uh, where the thought process comes in as it relates to the impact that development is going to have on, you know, self-department, team, organization, and community. So the first thing, you know, how leaders develop is they invest they invest in themselves, right? They invest in themselves. Now, this investment means that they spend time, right? Money and resources as an investment on themselves as they are developing themselves. They spend time, money, and resources developing themselves. Um, so what do we mean by time is they put in the time that it takes to change. Uh, Mr. Gladwell says that, you know, it takes 10,000 hours for a person to master something. Right. And so, uh, you know, when leaders are developing, they are putting in the time that it's necessary to take, um, to, to do what it is that they're planning to do as it relates to this development. The old saying was it takes, what, 21 days to change a habit, but research shows that it takes actually longer than that. It really takes between 60 to 90 days, right? Um, why? Because first you have to identify the bad habit, and then you have to come up with a plan, execute a plan, and start the process of uh, replacing, you know, that time slot of that habit with something else. And then you have to measure the other, uh, uh, you have to, you know, measure, the, uh, you know, the effect of that change, right? You have to measure, you know, the impact that that's going to have on your changing of your habit. And so once you have done it, that takes between 60 to 90 days to stop a bad habit, find a new habit, replace the old habit, and then change to a new habit to occupy that time slot. Because you got to think within that time slot, you know, what were you doing, you know, that you, the bad habit was helping you to to do or not to do, right? You got to think about, uh, you know, where were you performing this bad habit and you know, how did the bad habit make you feel? You got to kind of find a better habit that's going to make you feel better 
uh, in doing, you know, in changing this habit, right? So they invest their time, they invest their money into their self-development. So this means of books, seminars, workshops, right? Uh, uh, gym memberships, whatever, um, trying to better themselves to be a better version of themselves, right? So they put in their time, they put in the money, and then they use their resources, you know, like the, the vehicles or people that they may know. If they don't have a lot of money, if they don't have a lot of time, there's some people that can help them. Uh, there's, you know, there's these uh, apps that can help you know, help us, you know, to condense some of the time and or people that we can talk to who have gone through what we want to go through and can give us some pointers on how to do that without making some of the same mistakes that they made to get there, right? So the first how leaders develop is through investment. Secondly, um, how leaders develop is through connection, is through connection. And now the three C's of connection, you know, is communicate, conflict resolution, and consolidate. What does this mean? This means that if you're going to connect with, like, let's say, for instance, your resources, right? If you're going to connect with uh, people, once you have gotten past the self-development in your personal roles and responsibilities in your department, you know, development, now you got to connect with your team, your organization, and your community. And how you connect is, first one is you communicate, right? Communication if you look at the word communicate, there are uh, two words in there that mean the complete opposite in this word communicate. They're actually prefixes. So CO is the first prefix we want to talk about. It means, you know, two or more like co, like codependence, um, like co-defendants, you know, two or more. Right. And then you have the prefix uni, U-N-I, which means one. So in the word communication is you're bringing two or more into oneness. So sometimes when we're talking, we may not be communicating because if people are not as the old 1970s, uh, you know, people would say, if you're not picking up what I'm putting down, uh, we, we, you know, we ain't jiving. <laughs> right. So, um, you know, so if a person is not understanding, not connecting with you as you and as we are communicating, then we're really not communicating. We are just talking. Another form of communication, right, is in your emails. And so there are about seven different types of emails that you can use effectively. Um, but it's really in your emails, and then it's um, how you ask questions, you know, open-ended or closed-ended questions, depending on what you're trying to receive from that conversation. And then um, secondly, there's conflict resolution. What do we mean by that? Is once you have communicated, um, you know, the, the development, once you have communicated what it is that you're striving to do, you may get some pushback from some people. You know, you may have an idea that can really bring some change to the organization, but then you may have some pushback from some people. So what you want to do is 
You want to have in your mind, you know, a conflict resolution, but you also want to have an open mind. But you also want to have the ability to do conflict resolution within uh, that conversation, within that communication. So which means you want to listen to the other parties, uh, what their concerns are, right? You want to listen to what their concerns are. And then uh, it, there's something I learned from a uh, dynamic speaker by the name of Robin Hatcher. And she says, you know, there's something that she learned that there are three ways, right, of how people listen. The first way of how people listen is people listen to win, right? To win an argument, to win in the conversation. The second thing is people learn uh, to, to listen. They listen to fix, you know, whatever the problem is within what they're listening to, they're listening to fix. She says, but the rarest and the best form of how people should listen is to listen to learn. And so when you are presenting, uh, you know, when you're making the connection, when you're communicating with people as a leader, right, and people have these concerns where you want to listen to learn, because if you truly listen to learn, you will learn how to fix whatever and you will learn how to win, right? But if you truly listen to learn, um, that can help you to do the third C in connection, which is to consolidate, meaning bringing everyone into the one in oneness in this proposal, in this pitch um, that you have as it relates to your self-development and the impact on your department, your team, your organization and your community, your community, pardon me. The third uh, part of, uh, you know, how leaders invest, um, how leaders develop is they execute. They execute. Once you have communicated, right, once you have made the connection, then we execute on the things that, uh, that we say that we're going to do or that we have done or, you know, talking about the impact of our uh, self-development. We execute on those things and uh, begin to really measure the impact that it's going to have on the department, the team, the organization, and the community. So why is this important? Because really, you got to think about as a leader over, you know, your family, over your organization, over, a, or you know, over a company, you have to think about, you know, uh, the impact that that's going to have on your employees and your family and whatnot. And, you know, they, they may not understand. So this is important that they understand the time it takes for you to develop as a leader. Right. Then number two is, you know, how leaders make up their mind is different from really from everyone else, because leaders and this is why you measure the impact. Right. Because leaders make up their mind. I I love acronyms. Like I said, I don't want to change anyone's vocabulary. Just expand your dictionary. Um, I use the word mind, M-I-N-D, as an acronym. The M stands for the mission. The I stands for information. The N stands for negotiation and the D stands for decide. 
So leaders make up their mind differently. They look at whatever the mission is, right, as a leader. Then whatever information is brought to them from whomever, once they get that information, they start negotiating the information between the mission, right, and uh, with the mission. Does this information, you know, fit with what our overall mission, core values, and KPIs Does this information, what they want me to do with this information, what I can do with this information, will it be a good fit? Will it reflect the mission of this organization, of this business, of this company, of this agency? And if it does or does not, right, then they make a decision. D, they decide, right? Leaders decide. After negotiating the information, sifting it through the mission to see if it actually fits. And so, um, and the, the third reason why um, leaders, you know, why how leaders develop is so important is that it can inspire next generation leadership. It can inspire next generation leadership. Because when next generation leaders are looking at, you know, how leaders develop and where leaders develop, they themselves can look at that and be inspired and say, well, I got to be more careful with how I develop and where I develop and the impact of my development as it's not just for me, but it's going to impact everyone around me, everyone depending on me. How leaders develop is so important. Where leaders develop is so important. Always remember that leadership is influence and service.